You can shake me down, you can wind me up, you can drive me crazy, but baby, please don't stop respecting the solo career of Emma Bunton. Woo! You're listening to Pod of the Pops, the podcast for reliving and reloving pop culture. Series one, The Spice Girls, solo careers. Welcome back to Pod of the Pops, the podcast that relives and reloves your favourite Spice Girls memory. Each week we recount one of the Spice Girls' solo careers, proving once and for all that they were far more successful than the news of the world would have you believe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Erin Twitchin, and as ever, I am joined by my two Scottish thistles. I'm Cadden. I'm Lauren. And it's episode two of Emma Bunton, so we're taking her from the 2007 reunion all the way up to the 2019 reunion. <laughs> I don't know what. That was a 90s sound effect I applied to my own voice. Yeah, that was beautiful. Well, that... So 2007 is an exciting year mm-hmm. for Baby Bunton because she has a baby of her own. The baby has a baby. baby has a baby. <laughs> her first, Beau, was born in 2007. How do we feel about Beau as a name? I feel like it's more of a dog name, but no shade, no shade. <laughs> Just say how you feel, Lauren. No shade to Emma, but that is or Bo, who may well be listening by this age. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think yeah. it's really cute. I would like to know how well it ages yes. with a person. Yeah. yeah. Now we know the Spice Girls love a pregnancy during a tour, so. Yeah. This is, she gets pregnant just before the tour and she records the headlines videos. Obviously, Mel being Victoria were pregnant during the tour back in mm-hmm. So, little game. Who do we think will be pregnant on this tour? Oh. oh. Do you know, it actually has to be Jerry. Oh. She had, um, maybe two years ago, maybe? Yeah, but she's only got one with her husband. She might want another tour. Maybe. Yeah. Comes out. I could see that happening. Yeah, because yeah. so. Victoria's all <clears throat> childed out. She's all stitched up now. Yeah, and <laughs> Mel C hasn't. Does she have a partner there? Um. Well, rumor rumor has it she's dating a younger guy. But okay. I. Yeah. It's so these it's are the sort of the... pictures you've seen in the sun. It's probably her gay best friend. Yeah, yes. yeah. Or a personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Mel B's got a lot going on already. Yeah. My money is Mel B. Oh no. Well, because she's just come out of a rough divorce and she seems to be jetting all over the place. Oh. She loves a party. Oh dear. I think she may be having fun. I know I would be if yes. I was in that situation. Yeah. And she's very virile. She's been true, pregnant true a enough. few times before. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. And sometimes she can even have a new relationship while she's pregnant. With, yeah. you know, I predict <laughs> that the father will be a contestant from America's Got Talent. Oh, wow. <laughs> the champions. <laughs> Susan Boyle. <laughs> oh, that is a very specific prediction, but imagine if you ended up being right. Yeah, can you? Stranger <laughs> things have happened. Trump's president. Oh, True things have happened to Mel B. <laughs> But baby, uh, Emma Bunter does go on to have two children, which I think she was very happy about, wasn't she? So she has Bo in 2007 and Tate in 2011. I prefer Tate, I have to say. They're very Emma Bunton names, I suppose, aren't they? They are, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
So she takes a little bit of time off work. Well, we say time off. A Spice Girls idea of time off is like three weeks. Yeah. And they probably recorded an album in that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one of her first jobs back, post baby, is in a soap opera. Do you know which one? Oh, was it? Coronation Street. I was going to say Coronation Street. It is not. It's not a British soap opera. Oh. oh. Like neighbors? Neighbors? <gasps> oh. We used to love neighbors. Yeah. I, re- I only really watched it when I was at uni. It was a really yeah. uni thing because it was on in the afternoon. Watched that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was always really irritating because it was like six months behind. So they had Christmas at a really weird time. Yeah. We used to. Um... <laughs> oh, we yeah, were actually obsessed with it. We used to go on the Australian website because that was three months ahead. Yeah. So we could find out the spoilers. So oh. Why would you even do that to yourself? Yeah. But that, that's yeah. the thing with soap operas, isn't you it? You get really You always want to the... know what's happening. Yeah. And yes. then you watch what's happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though you know. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, yeah. just totally off topic, Susan and Carl have got a little black box of goodies under their bed. Or what? Is that the recent storyline? Apparently so. Good for them. <laughs> Susan and Carl, I wish they weren't my parents. No, wait, yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> they are fictional characters, guys. And this <laughs> is a show about news. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I was going to say, that's amazing. But I must, I'm really sad I missed Emma in Neighbours. It must have been just after I finished watching. It's just like a one episode cameo. I okay. tried to find it online. But 2008 is one of those web gaps. Right. It's there or it's not there. Yeah. If you have it, our Mm -hmm. listeners are really good at finding things. They found that Pamela Anderson, Brian Adams. That's right. When you're gone for me. That was an excellent birthday present. Thanks, guys. (laughs) I really appreciate it too. So if you have the clip of Emma Bunton on Neighbours. Please at us at Puddle Pops. Yeah, please. And then in 2009, Emma starts her stint on Heart FM. I love this. So this starts off, she covers a couple of shifts and she's rewarded with her own Saturday drive time slot. I mean, obviously she pre-records because baby got stuffed in on a Saturday. Yeah. No one wants to be in a stuffy studio on a Saturday evening. True enough. Pre-record, smart girl. I, so now that I am in my (laughs) thirties, I am a big fan of Heart FM. Cause I've said this to Karen because I was in her car and she was listening to Radio 1. And I've explained to her <laughs> that you are not allowed to listen to Radio 1. Post that is amazing. No. Yeah. Radio 6 all the way, mate. You can present on Radio 1, but you cannot listen after 30. Like, if Nick Grimshaw knew you were listening, he would set fire to his quit. I think he would like not him. be happy. <laughs> Get yourself on heart. Yeah. No, I mean, heart is a good listen. Yeah, for sure. And she's a nice presenter, actually. She's yeah. got that sort of fun vibe. She's very light. She played the Spice Girls the other day, which I thought was quite kind of tongue in cheek. She's yeah. like, oh, here's a really good song, and then put it on. Oh, <laughs> oh I love like, that. So you are listening. I Radio so... 1 is just a front, isn't it? You're just trying yeah. to. Look I'm not actually loyal to any radio station, guys. I just scroll between. But of course, I listen to this podcast in the car as everyone in the world As everyone should. should, because we are very nice car companions. So I'm a terrible backseat driver, so <laughs> almost as bad as a front seat driver. 2010, she joins the judging panel of Strictly Come Dancing on the Ice with Me. I believe it's just called Dancing on Ice, but I always get it confused. <laughs> the, the dancing show where they dance on the ice. Yes. Dance and of course, ice. the confusion is that she was in the actual non-dancing on she dancing not on dancing. ice exactly yes in 2006 
I think you're right. Yes, because we discussed it last episode. Yes. And I guess that qualified her to be a judge on Strictly Come Dancing. There was a little bit of controversy around that. Because right. people wondered, she's got no ice skating background, which yeah. could she possibly provide Oh, do you mean judge? she's a judge on Dancing on Ice? Yeah. 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 You said Strictly. I said Strictly Come Dancing on the Ice with me. Because <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. With the stars. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so unimpressed by these programs. They just don't catch. I don't know. You know what? It's like literally the show that my grandmother must watch religiously. Yeah. Like, They're really good. Family. People love them. You, family shows. It's family shows, isn't it? Like yeah. the families that stay in and have a uh, takeaway on a Saturday night. And it's, yeah. When they get to be honest, got young that's children. what Netflix is for. Yeah. But that's then. Not for everyone, I think. The, well, uh, you know, some place. people like. Spend you know weekends with other people and had a family darling. <laughs> that was meant to be a joke for cutting out. <laughs> Are we? I think this is the one I. It was just when you started talking on your horn. I was like, <laughs> is she hungry? <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm tired, but we're editing that last part. But <laughs> I think these programs are important, mainly for me. Because there's some celebrities that I need to know are doing okay. Yes. Like, I need to know Rachel Stevens is all right. So yeah. when she pops up on one of these shows every now and again, I feel a bit better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're a great yeah. way for people to make money when they're maybe not still in their career prime. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was nice to see Emma Bunton getting a bit of TV time. Mm-hmm. Well, she, there was controversy when she first joined. People didn't think she'd be able to offer much as a judge. But... She was praised for making, for locking horns with the chief judge, Jason Gardner. Oh. And she was not afraid to make unpopular comments. Really? Yeah, I was surprised that you think Baby Spice would be Mm. Little Miss Nice Spice. But I think we've seen, you know, in our research that that's not always the case. That's very true. Like we discussed before, you know, occasionally she would give it back to like Mel B and Jerry when they were given, given her cheek. Well... I've got some of her best Dancing on Ice put-downs. Amazing. So on the third show, she told GMTV's Dr. Hilary Jones, someone that I frequently worry about their work, so I'm glad that you had a job. <laughs> so Dr. <laughs> Hilary Jones, I literally couldn't breathe through the whole dance, and when you went to lift her, I felt physically sick. I was so nervous for you both. I just didn't enjoy it, and I'm glad you were smiling. Because I wasn't. Wow. <laughs> so, Sassy Spice is alive and well. Sassy yeah. Spice. Uh, the next week, she said of Emily Atak's performance, I just thought it looked messy, unsteady. I felt like you were being dragged around. You're improving, but very little. Wow. These are more like Jerry comments, really, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. He's got a secret scientist, baby. Yeah. yeah. In show seven, she told Sharon Davies, it was a little bit like deja vu for me, with a different outfit each week. Oh, <laughs> wow. She's dancing on ice, Emma. What do you want her to do? Oh. I, ice queen. You, she was the, oh, very good. She yeah. was the ice queen. She wasn't skating off thin ice. <laughs> I do have one uh, good friend, uh, the comedian Susie Bennett. She's really into her ice so she loves something like that. She was really sad when it got cancelled. And she mm-hmm. she was an ice skater when she was younger. So I asked her for her professional opinion. Mm-hmm. And she quickly replied to say she'd completely forgotten Emma was even on it. Oh. <laughs> she'd made zero mark on Susie's life. Right. So, and she's a very good judge of character. Yeah. 
But she managed two series on it. Hmm. So that's nice. Yeah. And I think it set her up for some of her later work. Yeah. So a good hustle. A good hustle. Friendship never ends, and neither does this podcast. So let's put on our bras and gloves and subscribe. It'll make the headlines. You can find us at Pod of the Pops on all social media, where you can get additional content, including our lookbooks and music facts. Or, if you're not super social, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. We'll love you more than Victoria loves a hairpiece. One of the reasons she left might be because she goes on to have baby Tate, as I said earlier, 2011. And to celebrate, she launched her own baby range with reputable fashion retailer, Argus. <laughs> Argos. Yeah. It was a bit bigger than the capsule Jerry knocked out with next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was a 99-piece collection. Not wow. bad. Yeah. So her eldest beau was modelling the collection. Very Which nice. is nice yeah. because um, when Emma was young, she mm. was also a model for the Argos catalogue. Was she actually? Yeah. She was. She actually. Oh. And also, Mel B's had you know lullaby. She's had her baby in a video, so it's really nice that the Space Girls <laughs> like using their children. children for... We said it before. Female pop stars have always got to have their kids. Yeah, yeah. it sells. It's good, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't mind this, like her doing like a baby collection, but I don't need to hear another pop star album with the child singing on it. <laughs> Thank you, mommy. That was a good one, mom. It's too much for me. <laughs> I feel like it's rubbing it in my childless face. Oh, because oh, you're d- desperate for a child right now. I mean, you're having life ready to bring a child into this world, even. We're cutting that part. Um, <laughs> Also in 2011, she really commits to Heart FM. So she goes full Heart FM. She covers the maternity leave for Harry Scott on breakfast, which means that she's hosting alongside her old sparring partner, Jamie Theakston. I love the chemistry of these two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they always post some pictures on Instagram. They just look like they're having fun. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. good fun. And, and he's hot still. How old is he? Well, I just mean from... I mean, 20 years ago, he's yeah, still looking good. He was on our TV screens and he must have been in his maybe late 20s when we were kids. Mm, I would say early 20s. Or maybe early. Any guesses on what, how old you think he might be? I, I reckon 42 maybe. I say 45. 48. And <gasps> just Googling his name, up comes a shirtless picture Oh, it's from hard. the Express. Oh, he's had a body transformation. Don't worry, guys. I'll put it in the lookbook. <laughs> he's looking all right, isn't he? Yes. I mean, he's... It's a 48-year-old body for sure, but it's a good 48-year-old body. Mm. How old's that cut? The picture? It is from... That's a problem on the internet now. It's really ageing. You know, you find articles that are actually 10 years old. Yeah. You're like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what's kind of weird when you think about it, is that they are both actually quite attractive people. And you wouldn't say they've got faces for radio. Yeah, they are attractive people. They haven't got faces for radio, but they're... 
Um, but then they always, I suppose Hart always puts up videos of them, don't, don't they? But I think attractive people can still work in radio, honey. I don't think it's exclusively <laughs> that they go, for ugly people. You're too all, pretty to work I'm here. Saying, all the monitors. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe they should give some of the work to the, to the uncles. That's, <laughs> that's really harsh. It also reminds me of when my cousin used to work in River Island. They used, they used to know if, if you were ugly because because they would all be working in the stock room and it'd be the attractive <laughs> people out the front and they were very obvious with it. Like, no, 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 you go back in the stock room. <laughs> Brutal. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with that. So, Emma Bunton's on breakfast. Yeah. Which is a big shift, even mm-hmm. for someone as pretty as her. Yeah. So it's a high-profile position. And it's live, of course, so early mornings. Yeah, she can't pre-record. This isn't yeah. a Saturday night's phone in shift. <laughs> yeah, so she, uh, she you know, she's graduated up the ranks, hasn't she? But she will be used to those early hours and the... But with two kids? Mm. Well, she has got a partner, so there is someone at home and her mum's very close. He's, know... he's too busy with his career. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, he was a chef at this point. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, he was working as a chef. How do we know this? You'll find out later. <laughs> but she does a good job covering the maternity shift and they promote her to doing it full time. Wow, very so well good. Done her. In 2012, we get a little bit of music spice. So she does a duet with Melanie C. I love this. So we'll talk about it more in the Mel C episode because I feel it's her track, really. Mm-hmm. But it's a lovely moment from Emma. So she they do a cover of I know him so well, which is just lovely. There's a video which is quite beautiful, if a little boring. Yeah. The two of them hugging and they go and do interview quotes at this time. It's nice. They interview together. They perform Mm. together in it. It feels spicy. They say, they describe the song as having the spirit of spice. I mean, I could give a really hot take here and say that they are the best vocalists in the band and the most prominent so no wonder it feels spicy oh and maybe now the most you know the two most genuine in the band you know you know mel c's been really open in the last few years about yeah. struggles and i think for emma everyone's always felt that she has a bit of an open book you know she's mm-hmm. always yeah. been yeah. had that nice persona to her she doesn't really have anything to hide does she yeah so i feel like they're the most likable ones yeah arguably yeah this song is a little bitter for me. So it's from the musical Chess. Yeah. I'm, this isn't going to sound great, but I don't really know my musicals. I'm not a musical gay. You have to <laughs> hand in your card. <laughs> um, it's fine. I'm a sports gay or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, gym gay. That's fine. Gym gay. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. Here I am doing a podcast about the Spice Girls. It's fine. I think I can keep my card. I think you can, yeah because we get good discounts anyway <laughs> so it's from the musical chess and i am not a fan of the musical chess anymore not that i ever was yeah. but i had a bad experience last year because alexandra burke abandoned her solo tour to appear in chess and i was one of the six gays that had tickets to see her oh. and they were pretty much front row and i had two and i was trying to trick people into coming with me <laughs> And I was really, I was really excited. I'd even forced myself to listen to the new album, which wasn't very good, Alexandra. And then I got a text while I was on holiday in Egypt. And like, I didn't have any phone signal. I'd paid for data. 
And literally the first thing that comes through was, we've cancelled your Alec Hunter birth tickets. Oh, and so I have was you, gutted. Have you seen Chase? I haven't, no. No, I don't really see I know, I never will. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will easily forgive you, Alexander Burke, if you will do a private performance. <laughs> Only the bangers. <laughs> Your ballads? Yeah, she can do the big ballads, actually. Yeah, you're allowed, Alexander. But none of the new albums. was a big year for Emma Bunton. She went on to win Foxy Bingo Celebrity Mother of the Year. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's up there with, you know, performing in the Olympics, isn't it? Melcy has a Grammy. Yeah. She has Celebrity Mother of the Year. I um, think Kerry Katona won that one. Well, <laughs> I've got a game. So I'm not sure what the criteria for winning are. Yeah. Obviously, you have to be a mum. And presumably, you have to be prepared to show up to win. Yes. It. Yeah. It's up there with rear of the year. Yeah. Which I'm determined to get famous enough to win one day. <laughs> so it's an award of high acclaim. But, and this is the game. Can you tell me which of these celebrities has not won the Foxy Bingo Celebrity Mother of the Year Award? Okay. One of them hasn't. Is it? Thrice divorced glamour model Katie Price. Is it Loose Women and former X Factor contestant Stacey Solomon? Is it twice bankrupt former Atomic Kitten Kerry Katona? <laughs> is it Essex reality beautician Amy Childs? Or is it Duchess of Sussex and future Queen of England Kate Middleton? Kate Middleton. <laughs> yeah. Katie Price, Stacey Solomon, Kerry Katona, Amy Childs. Or Kate Middleton. I was going to say uh, the second lady, Stacey, um, and then I had Kate, and I was like, they're not going to nominate Kate because she ain't going to turn up. Well, I can tell you, Kate has been nominated three times. Oh, oh. she hasn't won. She has not. <laughs> <laughs> she has lost out to all the others. Um, wow. Yeah, Kate Middleton's the only one who hasn't won. Katie Price has won twice. You could call her Katie twice. Wow, the kind of gold. I say the podcast. She won twice. Stacey Solomon won, but was stripped of her title because she was caught smoking whilst pregnant. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I mean, yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> Carrie Katona has also won twice. One for each of her bankruptcies. 
Once is unfortunate, twice is a pattern. Yeah. Mm. Amy Childs has won, and she did beat Kate Middleton. Has Amy Childs got a child? It would be really a bad day for Kate Middleton if a non-mum won Mother of the Year over her. (laughs) Kate Middleton has a chance she is nominated for this year's ceremony, so fingers crossed she can pull through. (laughs) Not only did she win Celebrity Mother of the Year in 2013, she hosted another show on ITV, Your Face Sounds Familiar. I do not recall this. It's a bit stars in their eyes. So six celebrities portray famous singers chosen at random to win £10,000 for their chosen charity. They're trained by Ivy Burnett. Not bad. Vocal coach to the stars. I yeah. love her. She's the second best vocal coach in the world. After Cary Grant from Fame Academy. <laughs> <laughs> and her hot husband. <laughs> yeah. It's all very Saturday Night Cringe. It's filling the spots between X Factor and Atten and Death, basically. Okay. You can find clips online. Not as exciting as what would happen in 2014 when ITV would bring back a second series of The Big Reunion. Woohoo! For someone like me that worries what's happening to Rachel Stevens <laughs> and the cast of Liberty X. So be heaven for you. This, it was a heaven of a show. Did you not watch? No. Season I, two. I watched bits of it. Season yeah. two of The Big Reunion was. Oh, I've watched it twice. I've rewatched it. I was actually YouTube. living in Australia at that time, having a really good, good time. <laughs> well, it could have been better if you'd been <laughs> streaming the big reunion. I feel that my life is just all wrong. It's incomplete now. Yeah, it was so much drama. So you had Eternal. They reunited without Louise. She's better than that. <laughs> but it wasn't all happy times. No, there to go through a lot. Are they two of them are sisters? Yeah. yeah. Yes. They were sort of obviously still talking over the years. So they <laughs> yes. didn't have that much resolve between them. No. But that made it harder for Kelly. Okay. Then you also had, and this was a really sad one, was Girl Thing. So they were Simon Cowell's girl band that he created towards the end of Spice Girls' peak. Right. I they see. were build, being billed as the new Spice Girls. They were yeah. built in the very same way. Yeah. To try and rival out all these girls with personality. Yeah. They put in like a million pounds to the launch of their first single. Wow. And it didn't get to number one. It was like number seven, I think. Right. Which isn't bad, but yeah. they were being billed as the next Spice Girls. So it was seen as a huge failure. Yeah. And then you see how these girls' lives have gone over the next sort of 10, 15 years. Which is not good. Well, one of them is Jodie Albert. Who's, oh, I know she is. She married to Kian. From Westlife. Right. Jodie has a very lovely life. Yeah. Lindsay did not have a very lovely life. Oh. And the contrast was, it was quite heartbreaking, really, to watch. By not a lovely life, what are we talking here? Uh, cancel estate benefits. Uh, I think she'd had a lot of hardship, oh. a lot of problems. Whoa. Yeah, it wasn't nice. That is, you've got to, it's always a, um, when something like that emerges at one of these shows, you're like, hmm, reality cutting a bit too harshly there. You got Israel. She would have got paid for the show at least. And it at was least being seen as a chance. The thing that was kind of harrowing is the first series, all of the acts toured. Right. After the second series, they did one show and everyone would have been thinking, we're going to tour. Lindsay, particularly from Girl Thing, was relying on it. Yes. And 
looking a lot of the bands went on to have more success afterwards you know like bewitched still yeah. like, like some of the bands like that they, they sort of go on and they're still touring now yes nothing or not but after the second series of big reunion they only toured the boys oh so they toured the boys from series two and the boys from series one and a little known band called blue who were already doing well yeah Feminism at its finest. Oh, that's that's why it's people power now. You know, just see if the girls know or not. They were never under a contract to do it. Right, right. But people would have just been thinking that's what happened because yeah. that's what happened before. Yeah. And because it was still getting watched. It was still a big show. Yeah. Um, There is a reason for talking about it in this episode, not just because Girl Thing were Spice Girls Power Man version, mm. but because a little known Jade Jones from Damage. Uh-huh. So Damage were on the big reunion, which means that we got Baby Spice quite a few times because she's obviously very supportive. Yeah. The thing that I found hilarious, and I will try and find the clip to put on to Twitter and to the lookbook, when Emma goes to meet them. Underneath her name, it says Emma Bunton, lead singer of the Spice Girls. Wow! <laughs> who who uh, wrote that one? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously someone that was not a BB fan. <laughs> yeah. We lead, all singer of, lead singer of the Spice Girls. I don't know how that got through. That I almost feel like that was like somebody having fun on the production and then it accidentally slipped through the net you know what i mean maybe yeah. maybe maybe baby baby <laughs> so that was fun then a, a little bit later on in 2016 i believe i haven't written my notes properly for this i'm meant to i forgot emma launches a baby range called kitten kin Oh, I know about this with the eco nappies. She's trying to do, use less recycling and... Less recycling? More recycling, sorry. So the nappies... Oh, they are biodegradable eventually. Like, okay. They're not as bad as other nappies, but they're expensive. They are. I believe this is a very middle-class nappy. But they yeah. are cute. They're 100% organic cotton baby wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's... The marketing's very nice, fresh, simple. Yeah, they've got pictures on the bums of animals. Which you always need for a disposable nappy. <laughs> well, yeah. 
It's a whole range. So there's bubble baths, there's body butters, there's breast balm, stretch mark oil. It's a big deal. Mm. Yeah. It sounds quite thoughtful. Like, yeah. It's quite a thoughtful business venture. She's obviously so trying I, to do something different. It's a partnership. So it was her and one other person have gone into business together. So I imagine they had equal investment in money, but obviously they would be using Emma's name yes. and this other guy's expertise. But very clever for Baby Spice to do a baby range. Yeah. I think sometimes we don't give Emma the business credentials she deserves. So we're always like, Victoria Beckham is business spice. Yeah. Yeah. But Emma's made some really smart decisions over the years. Mm. So this episode is shorter because she's not done as much of a shattergun approach as maybe Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing she has done, she's been consistent at, she's stayed at. Mm -hmm. She's set up things that can continue. Mm -hmm. Argos maybe doesn't seem like a great range, but I bet they continue selling it. Yeah. This kit and kin seems smart and it's still going now. She's in her third year with it. So they've just celebrated a birthday. Fair enough. It's a clever spice. So potential new spice name there. Emma has such a squeaky clean reputation as well. She'd be the perfect person for any, you know, any business venture you're going on. Yeah. Not many people have anything bad to say about her. You know, she just has such a natural, vibrant, happy personality. That's actually kind of reminds me of when I was doing my research, they it came into my mind that she should be like relatable spice. Especially when Occasionally when she is really honest about, you know, her having fun, like, um, there was something I was listening to her on Heart Radio when she was talking about, like, Beckham's, uh, David Beckham's 40th and talking about how she passed out on the couch. Cause oh. she, and, and, like, MLC and um, Victoria put a blanket over her. Oh. And, you know, and um, I she, like that she's a bit of a yeah. I love that. But in a kind of gentle way. Um uh yeah so like she just has a lot of fun on heart fm like yeah she's always mm-hmm. doing little duets with people isn't it mm-hmm. i know we spoke about it before but yeah she'll always sing a little spice she'll she'll happily sing to become one any day of the week with anyone yeah. never ask emma bunton for an autograph ask her to sing to become one with you and she will say yes that's <laughs> yeah, what that i do so much better actually yeah i wish sense. emma would interview howard stern i think that'd be a really interesting interview that would be hilarious i mean it's amazing well i'd like her really to put him in its place you know at any time maybe use up that dancing on ice yes Yes. Mm -hmm. because um we think about the first episode we're talking about her you know being in a really uncomfortable place in a video show and now full circle she's in charge of interviewing other people for her own radio show i mean more power to her like I don't think Howard Stern is a name in this country and he'd be over here promoting anything. No, he wouldn't. No, this is all a hypothetical situation. Yeah. I would just, like, I think, I I love that she, I feel like she's taking the power back a little bit. I'm not sure if you could wake him up. <laughs> I don't think he's going to realise what he's doing. I, I think he's... That man is 100% gammon. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, it's what uh, people call signing off, like, old white men nowadays. Gammon. I can't keep up with all that. I don't know whether we should say that. We should probably edit that. Yeah. That sounds racist. It's not. It's easy. It just. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> if we keep the male B drugs in, then we'll keep that. You take them out. <laughs> and I have to take this out. Why is it always my episodes? Sorry. This is a short one anyway. <laughs> she also, um, so moving on. Moving on. 
2017. I'm starting a bit of American spice. So she goes, she appears on the judging panel of a new American reality show, Boy Band, which sought to find the new big boy band. Funnily enough, you can guess it from the title. (laughs) So she appears alongside Nick Carter from Backstreet Boys, Timberland. I mean, not bad. Oh, and made him. There weren't a judging panel. Sorry, they weren't judges. They were the architects. <laughs> it's America. They yeah. give everything really big. Yeah. On, like they've had so many talent shows, they're always trying to reinvent it a little bit, give it a bit more of an edge. Yeah. Yeah. So, boy band was hosted by frequently popping up on this podcast, none other than the album's coming, Rita Ora. <sighs> She hosted it. Yeah. She's just everywhere. She really is a hustler. She is. I didn't know whether I liked Rita or a few years ago, but I donned my cap to her. Yeah. Because she hustles. And the fact that she got that second album out, all respect yeah. to her. Like, and it's done well. I would have liked to have seen it do a bit better. Yeah. Um, in chart-wise, but it seems to be selling. So well done, Rita Aurora. Yeah. I don't really know what America thinks of Rita Aurora though. It's um, it's interesting that she got that gig. She's very much, she's kind of like an it girl in America. So oh, she's okay. very pretty. She gets work. Yes. She hosted, um, let's not make this a Rita Aurora podcast, but she had hosted the um, America's Next Top Model ah. for the one series when Tyra didn't do it. Right. So they sort of know her as a bit of a personality. And yeah. you, she did date Rob. Kardashian, so she that was did. a while ago. But yeah. again, if you think of ah, popular Kardashians, okay. so people are, would know her. For there's that. a lot of coverage of. They know yeah. her as like an it girl. I don't think they know her as a musician. Okay, no, which is that because Rita Ora is. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part of this though is, as so often with these talented judges reality shows, in the final episode they do an all the judges performance. Ooh. This is risky. <laughs> it's a medley. It's a risk that pays off for one of the girls very successfully, one of the girls not so much. I'm going to play you a bit. Okay. I'm going to put the link on the Twitter because this is a must see. Okay. Friends, hey, but now we're going around in circles. 
So Rita comes in, if the American audience didn't know she was a singer before, they weren't going to get it from Matt. Oh. I, oh God, I feel bad for her actually, because she doesn't do a good job singing, she messes up the words, but she is a pro, so she messes up and then she's like, okay, in the next note I'm going to bang out. And I didn't even know she on. messed up the words, I just thought she was singing badly. She sang bad and then she messed up, a, like she gets the line wrong and then she just smiles. Oh. She's really tried, that must happen to loads of people. Yeah. yeah, it's just unfortunate when you do it on live television. Yeah, and then Emma Bunton's about to come on and sing Say You'll Be There, which she sung a billion times before. And, and smash it. Yeah. yeah. She does smash it, she looks incredible, she mm. has a lot of fun, but just watching it then, I don't think the audio was great, actually. No, I think the audio uh, was rubbish sounding to begin with. Like the microphones yes. in the, in the theatre. Mm -hmm. I So I think maybe Rita Ora didn't do as bad a job as... I think, you know what I imagine? So, bit, bit of background about me, guys. I've actually worked in theatre sound before. But I think we're probably... Oh! oh. <laughs> and the expert walked in. Yeah, no, I'll just leave now. <laughs> All I'm saying... Is that bit, you know what ended up happening was the feed wasn't working right in her ear. She couldn't hear herself or the track. It sounds like there was something going wrong with the mic yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah. Let's talk about Emma. Did but she have the yeah. same earpiece as Mariah Carey at New Year? Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just guessing here. But yeah, no, but then um, Emma comes in and, and kills it. Yeah. Yeah. And things say you'll be there, which still sounds timeless now. Yeah, she's having a lot of fun. She's yeah. playing around with these younger guys. She's, she's smiling. Yeah. It's a tasteful we'll get on tour for sure. Well, they create the band in real life, a mm -hmm. boy band, who have released six singles in the past 18 months. One of them charted, so it's a start. <gasps> oh. <laughs> there are no One Direction, but they've had a go. She obviously was successful enough on boy bands that in 2018, she becomes the host of American version of Celebrity Bake Off. Mm. So by this point, it's in its fourth season. The Americans go crazy for Bake Off. Oh yeah, they are obsessed with it. Yeah, so they have the British version goes over, yeah. and then they make an American version mm. as well. Yeah, they don't call it Bake Off over there. They just call it they just call it um, the baking, the British baking show. That's, yeah, or the great. They need to explain to them. <laughs> It's quite funny. Um, so she's replacing another judge. So the American version had a lot of controversies. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me tell you what they are. So one of the judges, pastry chef Johnny Uzuni, can't say his surname, sorry, 
was fired from the show after multiple sexual harassment allegations. Oh. After he was let go, the remainder of the season was never aired and the winner was announced via social media. Ouch. Oh, I did yeah. not know this. Emma could have put him right in his place, couldn't she? Oh, yeah. She'd have taken the next spot. Yeah. In 2013, an attempt to bring the show back lasted one season, but the competition was overshadowed by news that married judge Paul Hollywood was having an affair with his co-judge, Marcella Valladolid. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. During filming. Yeah. I mean, he's so loyal on Baker. I'm surprised by this. <laughs> but he did return even after separating from his wife. Mm. And then Emma was brought in. This, these facts came from a Guardian article, which had the best tagline. <laughs> Contestants of the show's fourth season will have to dust it, make it, prove it, bake it. <laughs> Show her how good they are. I love it. Sam yeah. Wolfson, well done. Yeah. Well done, that man. So yeah, so she's doing Bake Off. I think that's a nice... A nice fit for her. It is. And I found that they film it in the UK. So they use the same tent and everything. So she doesn't have to go over to America, but she gets all that American attention. I think she has done some promo stints. Mm. So she's gone around and done the interview reels. And she just looks like she's having a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's having a very nice life. I think she's very level-headed. She's a nice person. She has a nice life. I'm very happy for her. Oh, she's co-hosting alongside former NFL player, Anthony Spice Adams. So his nickname is Spice. She's a Spice Girl. Oh, I see what they did there. Yeah. And Victoria's maiden name is Adams. (laughs) That would have been the deciding factor. (laughs) Also in 2018, we find Emma back in the recording studio. Studio Spice. So this is more than a decade after her previous effort. She signed a deal with BMG Records who tend to focus on publishing rights and legacy artists. So, I mean, she is a songwriter with a legacy. Mm-hmm. What a home. Well, it raises the question for me, how much do we think the girls retain the rights to their music? So, like, the solo stuff. Mm. Because they would have had a few different record deals. So, Emma yeah. would have had two. Mm-hmm. But they were the songwriters, so I would have thought they could have afforded to get a deal where they kept, they retained yes. the rights. But I mean, they're listed. They're listed in all of the um, as the Spice Girls on most of the records, aren't they? Yeah, but on their solo stuff, I mean, but they've definitely stuff, got the rights to the Spice Girls catalogue. Right, I see. And that's why they have to pay Victoria. Uh huh. But I'm not sure about their solo stuff. Right. Well, I suppose it depends person to person. Who who do we think got really good contracts, and who do we think maybe? Got duff ones. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it was an interesting question. Mm. We're really killing this episode. And we don't and we don't uh, have the answer. If anyone does, at Pod of the Pops. I'm gonna reply that anyway. Yeah. Why did you fast that? Because <laughs> when I wrote this episode months ago, because some of us have been working hard. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, we didn't know what her music was gonna be and it seemed like an interesting oh, an interesting okay. thought. So when this was announced, given that she'd just done Boy Band with Timberland, Mm -hmm. I had really high expectations of Forever (laughs) 2.0. I was expecting R&B Bumpton. Which would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was down for that. Yeah. What we actually get is My Happy Place. It's very pink. Mm -hmm. It's very fluffy. It's soulful pop, isn't it? 
Oh, is that how they've oh, described it? It's how nice. I'm describing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uh, well, I just. I mean, you do have sound technician experience, exactly. So, <laughs> um, I mean, it's very, it's just very listenable. What I will say is, we get two original songs and a hell of a ton of covers. Yeah. Of we don't know yet. The album is not out. Although by the time this comes out, it's probably out. Yeah. The two songs we have had are very nice. Mm-hmm. Should we mm-hmm. play a little bit of the lead single, Baby Please Don't Stop? Yeah. today for to buy, to buy the vinyl and you can yeah. actually buy the baby blues cassette yeah yeah it's totally that's... bizarre you can buy the cassette on its own yeah that's very cute. a few older artists from like the 90s have been doing that because yeah. their fans will get in on merch like that so they are selling actual records yeah, yeah. and how well something like that does with streaming i don't know and tapes yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if it does chart. I know that the vinyls have sold out. Yeah, so that's a limited good. edition though. Mm. So I'm not sure how many are pressed. I like the song though. The song's yeah. nice. It's very Emma Bunton. Yeah. It's nice. It feels quite fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And the video as well. The video is fun, isn't it? So yeah. she's got her jades there, she's got her family around, mm. the kids are there. She does look like she's just having a nice time. Yeah, it's very relaxed, she's very natural. She's yeah. doing the colour run thing where she's get exploded at with chalk. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But you fun. know, it must be really nice, you know, to be Emma and especially at her age, she's able to just look back on a successful career and then have fun. You know, yeah. she's done all that, she's hit the number one before, she's, you know, she's had albums with yeah. girls that have been, you know, mm-hmm. massive commercial successes. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it must just be a fun time for her. And I think her and Melanie see are very much like that now, aren't they? They, make, yes. they create projects because they want to create projects mm-hmm. yeah. and they'll make them in such a way that they won't lose money on them and they'll, they'll make a bit of mm-hmm. money. But I doubt they're thinking back to the top of the charts no. yeah. and anything that does charts is a bonus rather yeah. than well we're disappointed we didn't get there i think what both of them are they're a good comparison because both mel c and emma seem to they really know their sound yeah. you know like they have they found their niche and they're they explore it sure but like they yeah they're very they seem quite quietly confident in a way and also i suppose there isn't an feeling of desperation there at all mm, we'll see on melanie see i think we'll find okay. she's explored more okay but well done emma yeah there is one other original song that has been released too many teardrops 
about mm-hmm. how someone's upset her so much she's having to spill so many teardrops. She's written it herself. I so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who she's writing that about. She's been in a very stable relationship with Jay Jones for the yes. last decade. Yeah. Unless she releases a book, like I feel badly. Well, yeah. I think there's no tears there, is yeah. there? And she's so it's covers and she's doing a lot of duets as well. Mm. So she's duetting with Robbie Williams on yeah. To Become One, mm-hmm. which will be very sweet. Yeah. She's duetting with Will Young. Another friend of hers. This is just... She, I like that she can just call in, call in the lads, you know. Call in the lads. <laughs> I'm looking forward most to the cover of Don't Call Me Baby. Oh, yeah. Which was a Madison Avenue sort oh, of dance I loved that song. I can literally sing it in, like, triple time, like, ultra fast. <laughs> All <laughs> six words of it. That's right. <laughs> have a lot of lyrics. I feel like this is a challenge you have to take up right now. Oh, we'll film it and do it. Okay, I'll film it. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on Instagram, guys. But because she's in the studio and she's doing American Bake Off, her time is short. So she says goodbye to Heart Breakfast. She leaves Jamie on his own. Oh, for now. Well, she's done a five-year stint. It's been very successful. They won awards, including Radio Presenter of the Year and Digital Radio Program at the TRIC Awards, mm-hmm. which I assume is a big deal. She's still keeping her Sunday night slot. I bet that's pre-recorded. Yeah. She's not wasting her Sunday night on that. So she knows how to keep her foot in the door. Yeah. I was saying earlier about how she sticks at one thing and she, she plows away. Yeah. It's smart. Mm-hmm. Business oriented. She's getting, she's really good at getting balance, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and by leaving the radio show, she makes a little bit of time to finally get married. Oh, and so they haven't been married till then. Oh. No, her and Jade got engaged very recently. Right. Oh, well, they didn't get engaged, but they said they are getting married. So they've been engaged for eight years. So it's exciting. And it's funny because literally weeks before, in interviews, she was being asked whether she'd ever get married. And she was sort of saying, I don't really know if that's for us. You know, we look at people like Goldie Horn, and she's been in this long-term relationship and it works best and she doesn't get married. So maybe we never will. Did all space Probably <laughs> secretly knowing that she will get married. <laughs> yeah. Did all the space girls go? Well, it hasn't happened yet. Oh. It's in the summer. Oh, well, it may or have later by Austin. <laughs> no, this will be out before. <laughs> so we'll be interested to see whether yeah. they do go. Oh, she'll be so beautiful, did not they? Yeah. yeah. And will all the girls wear black or white? Oh, God. Spice tradition. The big question. You may go for... Um, what, what was that colour that I described? Rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be cute if they all went in baby pink. Oh, that sounds so tacky. Yeah. <laughs> Warren is secretly dying for an all sequin, all glitter show, right? <laughs> that is 100% what I want. Yeah. The dream. Yeah. So, if we were to re-spice her, we could keep her as baby spice, because she has had two babies mm-hmm. and a baby range. Do we have any other ideas? So, like I said earlier, relatable spice, I think. Have we used that before? Possibly. Possibly. Okay, um, Okay. I'll think of another one. I had Spirit of Spice. Oh, that was her name. had the that. Spirit of Spice. What? That reminds me of the Spirit of Nandos. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Please, please, not that. <laughs> okay. What did I just say a minute ago about something? When I said she was, how she managed to stick at one thing. Consistent spice? Consistent is not a good word, is it? No. Consistent is like 
that custard has good consistency. <laughs> yeah. Sugar and spice or sugary spice. Oh, like Heidi Rain, sugar spice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's give her that so she can't come on the tour. <laughs> I feel under pressure here. Brilliant spice. She's just brilliant. Yeah. Everything she does. Has she done something bad, controversial, or not gone the right way? You know, whatever she's done, she's put her full passion and I think she pulls it off every time. Well, Susie Bennett forgot about her on Dancing on Ice. So yeah. maybe one could argue she didn't slay that. Well, she, the comments, she certainly slayed people. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was going to say Nice Spice, but then I heard those comments and I was like, oh, actually. No more Mrs. Nice yeah. Spice. Yeah. What about Relatable? Oh, no, we used that. We've had that. Grounded. Grounded Spice. It's not super exciting, but... Yeah. Happy Place Spice. Happy Place Spice. Stream now on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Yeah. <laughs> and also download Pod of the Pops <laughs> while you're there. You can shake me down. Don't fucking move that chair. Yes, miss. Oh, are you going to be mousy today? Is that... <laughs> Don't move that chair. What the hell? Is that mousy? <laughs> what is wrong with you? High on life. <laughs> Bring it back. So baby, please don't stop. Ooh, baby, please don't stop 